This is the We Roar podcast by Langston University. This podcast serves to prove that, regardless of who you are, where you've been, and where you come from, Langston University has a place for you. What you're about to hear is the real-life story of a current student. Go Lions! Lovette excitedly skipped into her aunt's home for dance practice, the smell of Little Caesar's pizza and Nigerian food overwhelming her senses. She quickly made herself a plate, grabbed a Kool-Aid jammer, and rushed downstairs to see the other girls from her community. Once her food was finished and all the girls were assembled, Lovette put on her rapa. Another aunt came downstairs to help strap the shakers on the girls' waists and right ankles. A different aunt helped the younger girls fit the multicolored fabrics to their bodies. Everyone in her community was an aunt or an uncle to Lavette. No, they were not related by blood, but they were related by the Nigerian cultures that bind them together. The aunts would begin teaching the girls traditional dances from the many tribes they were all from, and sometimes they would let the girls create their own dances. When this would happen, the girls would gather together in a circle and try out their favorite moves, determining as a group what they did and did not like. This sense of community was everywhere for Lavette as she continued to grow up in her Nigerian community in Wichita, Kansas. I feel like my community and culture really taught me the importance of depending on your neighbor. Um, Growing up, I feel like a really big foundational part of our culture is depending on your neighbor, your person next to you, your friend, your cousin, your uncle, and just knowing that when you're not all the way together, that there's someone there that can make up for it and help you out in that setting. And everybody is always approachable for you to ask a question or ask for help or just give you more understanding of something. These dance rehearsals were a necessity in the Nigerian community because there was always something to celebrate. Even during wake-keeping ceremonies, which are social gatherings used to honor the dead, there was nothing but celebration and community all around. Usually wake-keepings are pretty sad time for people to really just be with their loved ones and just remember the person who passed on. And it's the same way for us as well, but Usually it's filled with singing. I remember growing up, my mom would be sitting next to me and my uncles would always pass her the mic and she'd be singing, you know, this is my story, this is my song. And we'd remember the person and then we'd just end the night dancing, showering the family who lost their loved one with money and prayers and just being merry, being jolly, eating good food and just being in the company of loved ones. Lovette's parents immigrated to America to make a better life for themselves. First, her father came to America with an education visa, earning his undergraduate and master's of business administration degrees. Then, her mother came to take care of their family. It was always expected that Lovette would go to college, but her parents at the time would have preferred Lovette to go to a college or university closer to their community. But Lovette always wanted to go to an HBCU. The closest one to home was Langston, which is about two hours for me. And my parents weren't feeling it since Wichita State University is practically in our backyard. That's where they wanted me to go. Um, But I kind of came to them and told them, like, if I can get a full ride, you have to let me go. Like, there's no question about it. Lavette decided to apply for the Edwin P. McCabe Honors Program, a program that, if accepted into, 
would give her a full-ride scholarship to Langston University, covering her tuition and fees, room and board, and give her a textbook stipend. She worked on her essay for months, ensuring she was giving herself the best chance of winning this prestigious scholarship award. Teachers, guidance counselors, friends, aunts, uncles, and other loved ones all looked over her essays. Knowing she did her best, Lavette submitted her application. While lying in her bed one night, Lavette's mind began to wander to thoughts of the future. College was just on the horizon, and she was still not sure where she was going. Suddenly, her phone lit up, and an email notification from Langston University appeared. She read the word congratulations and immediately knew her prayers were answered. I hopped out of bed, I took a screenshot of the email, I sent it to my siblings, and then I ran to the other side of the house so I could show my mom and my dad. And my mom and dad, you know, like, they're Nigerians, so automatically they're just like, print it out so we can read it. Because <laughs> me telling it to them, like, there's just that, there's a disconnect. So I hurried up and printed it out for my parents, and they still to this day have it posted, like, all over the house, <laughs> the notification email, and they were just really proud of me. I remember my mom, she prayed over me afterwards, and, you know, they, at that point, I could tell in their eyes, they just knew I was destined for greatness. I was overjoyed. Like I couldn't really explain my happiness because I just worked so hard. So, and not only do I work so hard, but I work hard with not wanting any validation. So being able to get that recognition hit me in a different way that Nothing else has ever hit me before. And just knowing that I have that security to go to college and save thousands of dollars just just really motivated me to continue to show up and show out. Now that her collegiate future was secured, it was time to decide what she was going to major in. Her parents would have preferred for Lavette to become a doctor or a lawyer or a physical therapist. But even as a child, Lavette had a love for business and entrepreneurship. She had to prove to her parents that she not only could do business, but be successful at it. Me telling them that I wanted to go to school for business kind of fell on deaf ears. They weren't really enjoying that idea. They didn't feel like I would be able to support myself in the future with having a business degree. Throughout high school, I really proved to them that I could do it. I joined the entrepreneurship camp and every single summer I would win with my business ideas. I got the chance to travel for different entrepreneurship-related activities, and that was my way of showing my parents that I can be successful while pursuing business. Lavette finally arrives on the Langston University campus in the fall of 2020 as a business management major. With all of the work and dedication she had put forth into her schooling, nothing was going to stop her from roaring at Dear Langston. And she never felt out of place, as she found striking similarities between LU and her Nigerian community back home. I would say it's similar in the sense that it's very small and intimate. Everyone knows each other. Everyone has an idea of who the next person is. Um, We always refer to each other as cousins and aunts and uncles, even though there's like zero relation between everybody. And it's just really a tight-knit community. And she never forgot the values and expectations instilled in her by her community, even when things got tough. With the Nigerian community, 
everybody who started it came from Nigeria and just ended up meeting each other in Wichita and thought, why not just create a whole association so we can all get benefits, we can all get insurance, you know? And I see the same thing with Langston, um, with knowing its creation story and like E.P. McCabe coming here and just wanting to make a town for black people and just wanting to make a way out of no way and still being here to this day. Being a go-getter, going after opportunities is just in my blood. Like to just show up and show out and max out in every way that I can is kind of what's expected of me, I feel like. Um, I feel like in our community, it's always expected of you to just push it to the max. With that expectation, it makes me stress myself out and make me feel like I'm not doing enough when in actuality, I'm really exceeding all expectations that are really um, paced out there for me. Throughout her time at Langston University, Lavette has had the opportunity to apply and be a part of several programs geared toward HBCU students including being in the second cohort of next-gen Black Girl Venture students, competing in several Thurgood Marshall College Fund competitions, being a near-peer mentor for Formation Ventures, and being the inaugural School of Hustle Fellow for Excel Leader, among many other opportunities, including one of the most recent, becoming an HBCU White House Scholar. Lavette applied for the HBCU White House Scholarship after authoring an essay, receiving a letter of recommendation from a faculty member, and receiving the endorsement of the university president. Because the recognition program is under the White House Initiative on Advancing Educational Equity, Excellence, and Economic Opportunity through HBCUs, Lavette knew this would be the perfect program for her based on her career goals. But after she applied, it took months before she heard, or found, any results. While scrolling through Instagram, Lavette happened upon a friend's post of the HBCU White House Scholars press release, announcing all the recipients of the reward. Surprise, she clicked on the list and began searching for Langston University. As she typed the letters of the university into the search bar, L-A-N-G, her name was the first to appear. That recognition, just knowing that I'm finally being recognized for my hard work, how I show up and how I've been showing up. And it just made me very just grateful, just grateful to God that he's allowing me to have these opportunities that I've been praying for and working really hard for. Lavette will graduate from Langston University in the spring of 2024 with the goal of pursuing her master's degree in business administration. Afterward, she wants to work in a position that allows her to develop communities of color culturally, economically, and commercially, bringing everything back to her time growing up in that small Nigerian community in Wichita, Kansas. Don't hide who you are and don't minimize who you are just because people are people don't know anything about it. Um, I understand that it can be hard to be a teacher all the time, especially when you're learning yourself. Um, however, you shouldn't dim your light just to make people feel more comfortable. Um, if anything, your culture is really what sets you apart from people and allows you to have that 
that extra edge to really show up and show out and really represent all the people who are like you and yeah I would really advise any and every person to go after every opportunity that interests them at the slightest and one of my favorite quotes is shoot or shoot (laughs) you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take so yeah just go for it even if you feel like you're not capable or you're not good enough who's to say that who can tell you that until you really put yourself out there for that 